following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome into Talking Cowboys on a Tuesday that is kind of like a Wednesday, Thursday, normally, Mick? Both together. Is that correct? Yeah. Have a great Wednesday. Yeah. Tomorrow's great. Friday and there's no Saturday. That's right. A great Wednesday, Thursday. Thank you, Kent. That's Kent Garrison producing next door. Rob Phillips hosting for Bill Jones. Mickey Spagnola next to me at my right. Still. Brian Broaddus will be here shortly. In a moment, we'll it, get with Brian Broaddus. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, Bill Jones is having to cover the Adrian Beltre retirement announcement today. Breaking news, huh? Not just breaking Cowboys news. Bill Jones is responsible for yes. all sports in the DFW Actually, area. it's breaking heart news. Why? I mean, how much fun did you have watching Adrian Beltre play baseball? A lot. But, uh, you know, you got to celebrate his career. And I think yeah. he's probably a surefire Hall of Famer, right? I want to see him keep playing. Yeah. He's been a great it Ranger. He's been too much, man. Huh? It yeah. Hurt. I know. Yeah. He's broken down yeah. the body, but just watching him. I, play I wish ball. they would have traded him last year to the Dodgers or some team. Give him a chance to get, get yeah. to the World Series. Just do him a favor. I'm not sure he wanted to go, to tell you the yeah, truth. You're probably right. He probably only wants to be a Ranger. He he's already a, said he if he gets to the hall, he's wearing a Ranger hat. He's a Texas Ranger at heart and I mean, there was some loyalty there, but it was just so much fun. And I was just telling the guys, I think Kent heard me, I, he was he was one of those guys that you would watch the game just to watch him play, no matter what the team was doing. And I would always, if I knew he was getting one more at bat, I would stay for that at bat just to watch because you just never knew what was going to happen. Yep. He was too much fun. And but. you're right. He's kind of Dirk-like in that uh, yeah. loyal to his team and uh, – I think he's getting in the Hall of Fame. He never got a World Series ring. He was one strike away. Sorry, Ranger fans. Did you see that Michael Young got on the Hall of Fame ballot? I no. did. Yeah. Excellent. I, I'd vote him in. A lot of great. Mr. Ranger. Yeah. And, and Beltre kind of carried over that yeah. tag as well. I didn't think we'd be talking Texas Rangers to start today's show no. up, but you never know. You that, never that, know. That's why uh, Bill Jones is not here. Yeah. That is exactly yeah, why Bill's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's right. He's handling that for CBS 11. Not well, because he stayed up too late watching Thursday night or Monday night football, whatever night it was. It yeah. went forever. Let's uh, let's touch on that after the first break. Let's just let's get into some Cowboys, and then we'll— uh, Okay. Because I stayed up for that, too. I don't know how you – I thought my wife was a big NFL fan, and she is, but she she couldn't take any more of it, and she's not even working this week. I'm like, dude, this is the best game I've ever seen. Well, this this is the worst part. I taped it, and I didn't start watching it till like, 8.30, mm-hmm. even though I was fast-forwarding all through the commercials and halftime and end of the quarters. I think I finished watching it at 12.30, maybe? Mm-hmm. 12:30 and it's a good thing that when I taped it I put on an extra show afterwards because I would have been out the fourth quarter. It was something. Hi Brian. Hi guys. Sorry I'm a little late on that program. You're fine. I He's thought- in the building. 
Thank you, Kent. I thought that was a terrible game last night. Just hold, let's hold on to it because I think it's a good discussion. Okay, I know we need to get in some yeah, Cowboys. It was, it was Highland We've, Park versus Allen. No, I, I, I thought it was a terrible football. Game. We've talked Texas Rangers right off the top because we oh. explained why Bill's not here. Okay, so let's Bill's get in, yeah, yeah, let's we'll get into that. Absolutely, let's, let's get into some Cowboys real quick. All yeah. right, uh, back to practice. It's going to be a light practice, I would imagine, a shorter practice than normal. Yes, a normal Wednesday, whatever you want to call today. Yes, um, getting set for Thanksgiving Day. Cowboys, Redskins, a sheriff. First place at stake for Dallas if they can beat the Redskins and get to six and five on the season. Uh, we got some injury news last night. Jason yeah. Garrett had a late press conference. He did. A uh, lot of injuries to update as they get back to practice. I'm going to kind of throw that to Mick. And Jeff Swaim is, is the headliner coming out of last night's news. Yeah, and unfortunately, the uh, injury report didn't come out till almost when the press conference Half-time was of the Ram over. Game. <laughs> so, yeah, right. So we didn't have we didn't have an opportunity to talk to Jason about it uh, on the record, uh, but uh, he was able to address it uh, on the walk-off that Jeff Swain uh, broke a bone in his wrist uh, late in the game on that last drive when sure he did, dove Mickey. for the ball. Yep. By the you got we, him. We got a chance to watch it last night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, after. Uh, the press conference since the press conference didn't start to like 645 or something like that. Uh, and he's having surgery, I believe today. Is that what he said? Right today? Probably going to, or was it yesterday? I don't this, know if he week. had it already this week. Uh, and they're going to insert a couple screws in there to facilitate the yeah. healing of the bone. And, you know, he's going to be in a cast. So I can't imagine he's playing for three or four weeks. Uh, it's kind of hard to catch the ball when you have a real cast on there. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll be without um, without Jeff Swain, who's, you know, been pretty good for sure, sure the lack of experience he had coming into this and what he's done so far. Now you're handing off to three guys who are playing in the NFL for basically the first time in their lives uh, this season. How do you size it up, Brian? Because, like Mickey said, Dalton Schultz, rookie, Rico's finding his way as a young player. Blake Jarwin's a young player. They did this for a game, I think the Tennessee game. And that's the other thing. Jeff Swain playing through a sprained knee these last few weeks. He's been banged up. Uh, how do they manufacture production out of this young group yeah. now going forward, at least for a few weeks? Yeah, Mickey's right about the assessment of what Jeff Swain, and let's not forget special team stuff that he does as well. So you have to... Uh, you're going to have to account for his loss. And in my opinion, it's, it is a big loss. It's a significant loss uh, because of the things. You know, he, he has such a feel. These young guys don't have a feel yet of how to really block at the point of attack. And I mean, block in a way where body positioning, hand positioning, the way to work your hips, the way to try and seal a guy inside, you know, the tricks of the trade. You know, at least Jeff Swain has, has gone through that. Now we're into week 11 of the season, right? And we've had preseason games and stuff like that. So it's time for Dalton Schultz. It's time for Rico Gathers. We've seen some improvement from Rico Gathers. The guy that seems to be kind of lacking behind is Blake Jarwin. That's the one that kind of gets you a little bit. Okay, if you had to rank how the tight ends are going to play it out, I think you would go with Rico Gathers. You would go with Jeff Swain. Excuse me, with Dalton Schultz, and then go with with Blake Jarwin. You know, and you're going to have to find some combination. Now, Mickey, Mickey's going to crystal ball this. I, I, I was I was almost positive he was going to say, "Let's use uh, Cam Fleming as the extra blocker if we have to have an extra blocker." Mickey did a great job telling you they're going to play a three man front. 
on a, early in the week, and it worked out. They played three-man front. So I was ready for Mickey to come in here and tell me, okay, they're going to use Cam Fleming a little bit more in this, uh, you know, or use an extra blocker. Yeah, I was uh, thinking an extra wide receiver. Are you thinking an extra wide receiver? <laughs> Noah oh, Brown? Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, yeah. And that's and, and maybe and maybe instead of playing, uh, you know, with 12 personnel becomes uh, Gathers and Schultz, less 13 personnel – now, 11 personnel, you're going to have to figure out. Now, maybe this is where Mickey is going down the right path. Maybe then it turns into 10 personnel where yes. you add that extra wide receiver where all of a sudden it's you get all the guys on the field with the exception of maybe Lance Lenore. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you go with the, with multiple wide receivers. You get to spread people out a little bit more, and then you go that way. They could also play a little bit more 21 personnel. We saw, that was we saw be them, my we, suggestion. Yeah, we saw them open up the game that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, the loss of, 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 and of Swain – significant the the options you have not terrible uh so because you've kind of really put patched work this thing together at tight end all year yeah you know you, you, have. you went out and you got a big time receiver you know you need to have a draft or free agency to go out and get you a, a potentially a big time tight end you know when they were using and i think jason mentioned this maybe when we were walking off uh 21 personnel they were using rico as the tight end right and you know, so you get a fullback, yeah. and a bigger tight end, maybe right. if, if you're in running situations yeah. instead of going two tight ends. Yeah. Um, One of the big runs they had in the Philly game, if you remember, was a nice turnout block by that that that, uh, that Elliott took front side to his right. They got a good block inside from Olawale, and it allowed it allowed uh, Elliott to cut behind it, and then you had Rico turn his guy out, mm-hmm. and it got a nice little gap in there. So. You know, maybe things for Rico are improving. You know, mentally that he can. Okay, I can do this. I can. I can cut off the backside. I can. I, I'm 260 pounds. I could push this outside linebacker, and and it's going to be really important this weekend because I remember last week in the Cowboys or the last time the Cowboys played the Redskins, they really didn't establish the point of attack very well. You know, and that means establish inside very well. But what were they doing on the edges? You know, they were they were having trouble. Uh, you know, with Ryan Kerrigan and Preston Smith, and then also Swearinger coming down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you better kind of figure out some things. How do we get big bodies that could push, turn, and give Ezekiel Elliott the opportunity to make a cut or two? You mentioned Olawale, their fullback, and he's done yeah. He's done a nice job, I think, these last couple games. Better. Yes, sir. A better job. Yes, sir. Let me say yes, a better sir. job yes, sir. Of, yes, sir. of sealing things and, and, yes, and opening things up for Zeke yeah. in the running game. Yeah. So that's an option. You mentioned Jumbo Cam. Right, Mick? He's an option, too. I guess well, you could go you know jumbo. What? He, he kind of threw a nice block there. Yeah, he the, did. He did. He, he came the in the game, and he and on, on Zeke's 23-yard touchdown run, it was him and, you know, him playing for Lyle Collins at right tackle, you know, slips inside, second level, gets on. You know, now, I don't know how much slipping he's going to be able to do. This redskin front, that that's they're, they're compromised on their offensive line, but their defensive line is still what we know it is. is. And so that's where this key for the Cowboys is we start to break this thing down a little bit further. How do you account for their defensive line? How do you account for their linebackers' ability to run? Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the if – you, if you want to establish yourself and go for the balance and go for what you saw a little bit in that game the other day where Ezekiel Elliott had well over 200 yards of, of total offense, you know, I think it's going to have to come that you've got to find a way to block that front. The way the way it is, and let's remember, in the first time around, it was 15 carries for 33 yards, yeah, in a long of six, yeah, uh, for Ezekiel Elliott. So they had very little uh, luck running. Traction the football is a word you use thing. too, yeah. yeah. No I mean, traction. Those guys in the middle, 
they kind of hurt them. Yeah, kind of sure hurt them bad. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to assume we're going to see Suofilo in there still. Uh, and then this is after the change in the offensive line coach, uh, which this team has played more physical. Now, can, if they are playing more physical, can they handle those two big guys? Yeah. Can Pain. they handle the University of Alabama inside? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a problematic thing for college football in general to have to deal with the University of Alabama, but now it's becoming a problematic in the National Football League where you have, you have those two. And, you know, Payne, you know, I went back and watched Zach Martin against – uh, Deron Payne was a good matchup. Was a, I mean, it was a was a, okay. You were you were fifty fifty on that one. It was the other spot. It was the other spots yeah. that they were struggling with. That they really didn't get that they didn't get the type of of, of push or security. And you know, this will be like Mickey says. This will be the test. If you want to be fifteen for thirty three, might lose this football game. Yeah, you better figure out. To, it's going to be a, a tough game inside, but you better figure out a way to kind of make it a a game of a positive yards running the football. Dak was under a lot of duress in that game as well. That's in the, two, those ends. In the passing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, Kerrigan's a tough block. Yeah. You mentioned Preston Smith. Yeah. Um, that was a tough game for Connor Williams, too. Yeah. You know, and we've talked about it. They think he's got a bright future, but he has struggled with Really, powerful. the whole line. Yeah, the whole yeah. line. Yeah. It was not just, yeah, and you're right. Though. Yeah. Now, I see where you're going here, yeah. You know, big guy, powerful guys up yeah. front, the yeah. Kwan shorts yeah. of this league, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, that was rookie on rookie there, and that was tough for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see. You mentioned Suofilo. We'll see if he sticks in the starting lineup. Obviously, the results have been good with him at left guard. I'm going to just go out and just throw it out. I'm going to say he's going to start yeah. just because of the short week. And they and, and I and I think Connor Williams is going to continue to practice. I think Connor Williams practiced for you last week. But, you know, we've seen this team when they've had some success, you know, they, they, the front of the pocket. And I'm not saying that Suofilo is Larry Allen. I'm just saying, though, he, he gives you a little bit bigger body inside, and when you have to run through him, you have to run through a big body, and he's a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier for him to sit down quickly. I, I know you evaluated him pretty heavily coming out of the draft. UCLA, yeah. Because Zach was the pick in the first round. Sure was. And, and Sofilo was an early second-round option. I think he went a pick before D-Law. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Right? Yeah. Um, he was known as a pretty athletic guy coming out of UCLA too, Incredible right? Incredible athlete and for his size. We're yeah. seeing a little bit of that in terms of the polling and stuff like that. I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> do you see him walk in the locker room? <laughs> okay, well, I it's mean, it's a chore. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not he's not Connor Williams in terms of athleticism. I mean, but and, and and he there, can get out and move a little bit. Has anybody ever figured out what happened? Like in Houston, why a guy that started that many games? Yeah, and they because, just because, let him go because there's guys like me that are idiots. There's scouts that are idiots. There's front office guys that are idiots. There's 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 scheme changes. There's coaching changes. There's uh, well, he wasn't what we thought he was. You know, kind of we we we've had that happen here too, Mickey. I think, but we, just to can him, they didn't yeah. can him. They let him walk. Yeah. Well, and Tennessee cut him after preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, a couple different spots. We we saw Tennessee's line wasn't terrible in that game that we played. So I, but I, I, I understand Mickey, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take the approach that that was a bad miss because he, he's a guy that's a, we've seen, he's a very capable backup. I mean, we were all sitting there on paper thinking, Oh, beat Philly. I don't know. Beat Atlanta. No, I really don't know. And all of a sudden he's kind of in the lineup and he's helping you. Now maybe things have opened up because of what the receivers done. Maybe the quarterbacks get a little bit more protection. I'd like to believe that the, 
putting him in the lineup has given him a little bit more power insight. I'm not saying a perfect player because Connor Williams has had moments where he's been very good. Yes. It's, I don't it, know if that's pointed out enough. Yeah, that he's just, had moments. Yeah, but, but all of a sudden you found something magically, and it might be, again, it might be Scott Linehan has a better hand to deal with, calling plays, and maybe your quarterback's coming around a little bit, and this receiver that you, you, you made a, a significant uh, offer for uh, has, has helped you too. But But – Something's working, something working, and I, and I don't know why, but I, I, I will take the approach again that scouts are generally idiots, and, and, I, and I include myself in the idiot part of that. You know, and the other thing, and gosh, I wish I could remember, I think it was Zeke that said this. I don't know if it was Dak, but they were talking about the running game of late, and it was after the game uh, Sunday, and – he said, we got back to some of the old runs that were successful for yeah. us. Zeke said it. He basically said, we right? got back to our old stuff. Yeah. And he and said, we've got linemen that have been doing their job well for five or six years, and we've just gotten back to what we do. And I wonder if and he meant the, the, the types of runs it, or how the style of the run is with Colombo, yeah. the offensive I, line. You're, you're on to something here, Mickey. It, it was definitely a compliment yeah. to Colombo. How about how many times did we see in that game, and you guys were there live and I was watching here at the Star, but how many times did you see Zeke patient, patient, yes, yes, patient, yes. and he's just waiting. He's waiting for that. He's waiting for that combo block between, between, uh, between Looney and Martin, and then all of a sudden what happens? Martin reads the, reads the linebacker and goes, boom, right up on it. And it, and and he he that's what they were able to do. Now we'll see how patient he gets to be this week. You know, I mean, this <laughs> there will be there will be a big. Yeah. I don't know what color jerseys we're wearing this week. And are we wearing blue? Are we wear? I don't I know. It's a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it might be a blue. All right, well, it might be a wall of white or a wall of burgundy. You know, and you got to figure that out. You know, because those guys were getting penetration by sure. Yes, and and you know, and then you got and they were not going to let Dallas run the football. That that was that was very evident the way that DJ Swearinger was playing. And now they've added Clinton. You know, or Ha Ha Clinton Dix. To this, to this thing, too. So he could play down as well. So they've got two legitimate safeties that can actually help play in the run. No question. They got beat up front in that game. And look, they made the change for Colombo right. with that following bye week. The attitude and, has got to be different. And I, yeah. I, I've had a couple of different guys come up to me uh, you know, late walking out of the building in the parking lot, and they said, hey, we're a different football team with Mark Colombo as our coach. We're a different football team, and I and I up front I, with the O line. Absolutely, yeah. he goes there. It, you, he goes watch practice. If you goes, if you can watch practice, you could even see we're a different football team. Well, that's where it's going to be decided. And you up got front, another right? one that might be. What's the status of Smith? Did the owner come out and say this morning he felt Let's, like he was going to play? Uh, yeah, oh, we got a teaser, teaser, yeah, yeah, teaser, well, teaser. And we need to get into Michael Gallup also. Yeah. Michael Gallup yeah, situation absolutely. as well. Very unfortunate with his family. Let's touch on that on the other side of talking Cowboys. If you want to join the conversation, eight 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 five five two two nine seven. Next. <coughs> Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... 
thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking like Cowboys. What's up, Mick? A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch mm-hmm. that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Fabrics, yeah, we're swaying a little bit. Yep, we got back up. We're back on the road. <laughs> Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys, and I actually saw a TV ad for, for Tommy John's last night yeah. during the game. Men and women, Tommy John's. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. By the way, holiday season just around the corner. Got my socks on today. Do you? Tommy John socks. So I got out. my contour. <laughs> Thanks. Whatever <laughs> on today. It's good to know. Thanks, Miles. Yeah. <laughs> Best drop uh, we have. That is that is that 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 says it all. <laughs> God bless you, Miles Austin. All right, uh, Cabo, Texas, coming to Tex, coming to AT and T Stadium. Where? Oh. Yeah, I'm swaying a little bit too. AT and T Stadium, Monday, Monday, May 10th through 12th, 2019. I'm gonna stop making fun of you because this is a terrible read. Not your typical festival. Cabo, Texas offers an adult escape, yeah. uniquely curated to appeal all five of your senses. <clears throat> Senses with a world class music, hilarious comedy, incredible cuisine. Cuisine. Oh, I'm gonna stop right we're there. Off. Cuisine. When is it? When is it again? When is it? And how can we get our tickets? Yeah, just Cabo, Texas, AT&T Stadium, May 10th through 12th, 2019. Go check it out. That is the worst read in the history of reads. Or on the guess show. what? Well, we've got an in now. We'll just call Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. How about that? I might, hey, if the fans she, want to uh, show up. working for Kabu now? That's yeah. where she's going, yes. Yeah. If, oh. I, if I want to, uh, might, I might rally the fans to get out there. We might have a little fun out there in the old parking lot. I've <laughs> <laughs> been known, been known you, to have, have some fun. Can you tailgate for Kabu, Texas? Sure, why not, Mickey? We can, you, you can, we can get some Miller light out there oh, and have yeah. a good time. I think yeah. it's going to be big time, man. Yeah. They had it out in Del Mar. And okay, I had a friend out there, and it was a beautiful location. It was Del Mar, yeah. Arlington. You got the yeah. beach out there. <laughs> All right, Mickey, but, let's not go there. Okay, yeah, sorry. Let's not I go think there. Uh, Bon Jovi will play this thing. Oh, hey, I'd be there. Given a little connection that they have yeah. to the organization, you think so, Mitt? Yeah, yeah his, his Philadelphia Eagles aren't doing very well right now. He'll he'll be he'll be available. <laughs> yeah, will the, will the country western guy come out of retirement? 
Yeah, George ooh, Strait. Ooh. George Strait. Thank ooh. you. Mm. Charlotte Jones Anderson will not. No, no. This is going to be worthwhile. She, this yes. is going to be worthwhile. She will deliver the goods on we this might, one. We will, have, we will have a post-draft meeting out there. No question. We will have some fun. All right. Uh, we left things at the injury front for the Cowboys at the last break. Tyron Smith is status in question a little bit. What do you think? Mike? I think he's good to go. Jerry yeah. Jerry gave him the good bit of health, a good Dr. Jones. bill of health this morning on his segment. Uh, on the plane, Tyron said, I'm good, no problem. So the only thing that concerned me is last time somebody had a stinger. <laughs> And he still he worry quite. about it. Worry about it reoccurring. But yeah, and, and there's sense, I and, and but I I think he's good, and he yeah. he seemed to be in good nature on the f- charter flight back, uh, and I think that uh, he's generally a pretty happy guy. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to. One of the nicer guys. They, they, I mean, they, I know it was only kind of a walkthrough practice, but they had him limited. But I think they feel pretty good that he'll be oh, out there. Please. You, yeah. need, you, you need, need him there. Yeah, yeah. Now, him and him and Lyle Collins both. Yes. This is going to be a this is going to be a big time tussle for those two, and they understand it. And you're on a little bit of a roll, and you're playing for the division. And you know, my gosh, you know, it's this time of the season, you know. But they this, don't. They didn't even have LC on the injury yeah. report, so he should be good to go. Who else is of note? You think? Well, now, I they still did, think everybody yeah, else. Let, let's is, just do this. Tavon Austin's out. not playing. Yeah. Uh, David Irving's not out. playing. Sean Lee's out. not playing. We obviously, Jeff Swain's out. out. I think Antoine Woods is good to go. I talked to him yesterday. He said that he cleared the concussion there protocol. You go. That's a good. Mm-hmm. That's that a good. He did everything they asked him to do. Yeah. So, so he, Adrian he's Peterson back. This weekend. And then I think the question mark is uh, with Michael Gallup uh, after yeah. the death in his family, his yeah. brother. And uh, he remained in Georgia uh, with the family. Mom was coming back from a. I mean, what could be worse? She's the mother was in Africa on a mission trip, and she was flying home. So that was one of the reasons why they kind of were. They hadn't told her yet. Uh, His sister told Michael after the game was over. So tough thing for him. Uh, And they're just kind of not sure where he is on returning Mm -hmm. in time for the game or having to miss the game. And that's always a tough thing, uh, especially for a young guy. I mean, he's, what, 22, 23 years old. Uh, Just making his journey through life. Yeah, you lose one of the brothers that uh, you grew up with. You know, when you get to our age, Brian and I, not including you, I mean, people start passing away. They do. Right? Glenn Fry. <laughs> and, the owner of the Seahawks, and, Paul and, Allen. And it's not, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not a shock. But yeah. when you're that young, you're not used to that. Right. So uh, they were going to stay in contact with him. Um, maybe they'll know a little bit more today on just kind of what his mindset is, and you know when they have services or whatever. Yeah. All I know is it somewhat happened to me when my mom passed away. But my mom passed away at 86 years old, yeah. and it was the day before the Super Bowl in Tampa. Fortunately, I was in Florida for the game. She lived on the other side of the state. And we did everything we can do on Saturday. And Sunday, I drove back to Tampa and covered the game. And it was kind of therapeutic, kind of an honor to her that helped me in my career. There you go. So sometimes people just react differently. You feel like, well, no, I should do this. Yeah, playing's kind of a refuge for you. Yeah. Yeah. This is his family. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Jones said that in his release yesterday that it, you know, this is family. And, uh, you know, that, and, 
you know, that, uh, again, thoughts and prayers with him. And, you know, but you're right. Getting on that field sometimes is the best thing in the world for you because it, it gives you the opportunity to honor those that you might have lost. And, you know, if we remember back, you know, what a great play he made in the Washington game, that double move and a right. big, big time touchdown. So, you know, he realizes this. He's excited. The guys in the locker room are excited about the opportunity. And, you know, he's having to deal with this. But I'm sure when he gets back here, there'll be a lot of guys to put their arm around him and give him a big hug. And uh, he'll know that he's he's in a, a pretty damn good place in his life to have guys like this and coaches and front office guys and everybody, trainers and equipment men and all that, that really would care a lot about him. And condolences to Michael and his family for yeah. sure. Uh, he's a young guy who's really coming along, I think, as the season's gone on. Mickey's wanted to play him from the word go. He has. And he's, and he is, and he's played. And I know you have too. I have too. Yeah. Because um, you could just see it in training camp. Absolutely. The explosive ability that he has. Uh, he's a smooth route runner. Um, he's physical. They've wanted him to be a little bit maybe more physical and just go get the ball because he has that ability. His one catch the other day might have saved that football game. Last drive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That 10-yard play he made might have saved your season right there. And, and he, he, he had some other opportunities. I appreciate the fact they try and throw him the ball down the field. I really do. And they, all you need to know is that one of the greatest catches he might have made was that one where he got knocked out of bounds against Philadelphia. That shows you what Michael Gallup is. You get Michael Gallup the ball, he can go get it. Well, that, that showed you what he can do. You talk about a season-saving play. Yeah. I mean, that screen pass that he took on that drive, I mean, it, oh, it, it no, was just part of that drive. Yeah, yeah. But that kind of energized this whole group, I yeah. think, that touchdown oh, yeah. right before the half. Right, yeah. And I think it does something to a team when a young guy makes a play. Look at Vanderush. Like yep. somebody, yeah. you're, you're, you, I mean, you know, Vanderush, yeah. it, it gets everybody going. It's right. like, okay, we're getting some juice yeah. from somewhere else. Yeah. Not just the same guys Re all the time. Remember what three years ago, what, how Jason Witten described playing with young Dak Prescott and young uh, Ezekiel Elliott, mm -hmm. you know, remember and Des Bryant, the same thing. Remember what those guys, how they felt those guys, you know, Jason Witten had been in a lot of campaigns. You know, and he finally felt like, my gosh, these guys are giving me life. He said, those guys keep me young. Yeah, keep he kept young. saying that. Yeah, 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 keep him young. And, and you know, sometimes you need a, sh uh, a shot in the arm with a guy that, you know, can come out and come, come in from the draft. And, you know, maybe you really didn't know much about him. I mean, the way we cover the draft, you know a lot about these players. But when they actually play on your team, you're going, well, that cat's pretty special. That cat gets it, you know. So, you know, hey, the Cowboys are 4-1. and one. Without you, without Sean Lee in the line, and a lot of it has to do because of what Jalen Smith, young guy, they took a chance on, and and then Leighton Vanderus. So sometimes young guys will make the difference in these games. One more thing on Michael Gallup, I just looked up the snap count again. He is playing more snaps than any wide receiver on this team. Can run all day. I mean, he's got. I think he played 52 snaps in the game. Amari Cooper had 51. And yeah. you go back the last four games or so. I know Cooper wasn't yeah. there for all of them. You guys he's, asked for it. You guys wanted it. They've been and, playing him. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do though. He'll, make, he'll continue to make plays, too. Again, it might be one, two plays at a time, but you're right. That screen pass, third and 50, my gosh. You know, the, the, that's, that's what you get with this kid. Mm -hmm. You know, and if he, in fact, can't play him again, our thoughts and prayers are with him. But, uh, you know, that would, be, that would be a loss for the Cowboys this week. But that's what, you, you know, that's what needs to be done for, for him. What you looking up, Mick? He just he's played overall sixty four percent of the snaps. Yeah, he got his letter jacket offense, already. And the only 
wide receivers played more is Cole Beasley. Yeah. 65%. There you go. So that kind of tells you how much they've leaned on him. And they should. Keep, you're right. Keep guys. him. No, no. You guys, you guys called it progress. a long, long time ago. You called it. And you saw what this guy can do. And credit to you both for stepping up and, and putting it out there on the table. It's Nate Newton's old deal about just play the, the young, young guys. guys. Play the young guys. Get the young guys on the field. We didn't talk about Taco. On that no, I, I was just looking at I it. Think he was limited. Now this was a estimation because it was God, a walkthrough you need something practice. For the Jerry, Jerry gave him a possibility okay. when he talked about it this right. morning. Need, need a little bit more because. And Jason yesterday said he probably will Taco. do a little bit more. Yeah, thanks, coach. But I don't know if that meant how much more. He's got a sprained. His is weird. Normally, when you have a sprained shoulder, right. it's the AC joint mm. here. Mm-hmm. His is the SC joint in the neck. that connects yeah. here. Up higher. Yeah. So it's a little Ugh. different injury. It sounds painful. Really painful. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to, hard to operate that way. Hard to move your hard neck around. Hard to sleep. Yeah. 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 I just, you know, just for the rotation's sake. Because what the Redskins are going to try and do is they're going to try and run the ball with Adrian Peterson. That was their same, the game plan they used. I don't think the game plan for them changes very much with Colt McCoy at quarterback because he could still do the read option stuff. He's still accurate throwing the football. He's still going to run when he has the opportunity. So I don't think he has the arm strength of Alex uh, Smith, mm-hmm. but I think what he has, if you watch the second half and the third quarter on when he came in that game, their offense really didn't miss. I mean, he was throwing now the, the two-minute drive to try and get him in the field goal range to win the game. That was a little bit of a struggle for him. He kind of locked on to a couple of different guys. But I don't see the Washington offense changing. I still see them throwing the ball to their skill players on the outside, using Jordan Reed, the tight end. And I, I really, really do believe you're going to get a heavy dose of Adrian Peterson in this football game. And that's what they did the first time. <laughs> They're they ran the ball 32 yeah, times. Yeah. Now, it was only 130 yards. But it, so, was, it was successful. But it was successful. Yeah, it and was. that's the second most rushing yards the Cowboys have given up in a game, uh, only to the 147 of Carolina. But a lot of that had to do with Cam Newton Absolutely, absolutely. This was more about Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And this is, this is where you have to – this is – you know, last night you saw a track meet. This one might be, and as we say, I mean, I thought last week with the Cowboys and the Falcons was going to be a little bit of a track meet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, but this this one might turn into just pound at each other and see who can, which defense will break first. Creed this, two. This will yeah. be Drago. A, yeah. This yeah. will be a tractor pull. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Not, Watch it, it be a shootout. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know. got that right know. last yeah, yeah, week, too, didn't we? I was way we? wrong about that one. I had 62-56, you know. You know, when that thing was 6-3, to three, I was like going, what game am I watching here? I know. What game am I watching? But, hey, let's, uh, you know, if it's going to be a slug them in the mouth game, let's see which defense flinches first. You know, which let's and, and that that will be uh, that will be the test of this game. You mentioned Peterson probably having a a, a big workload. Yeah, uh, Jamison Crowder, P. Ryan, Chris Thompson, you know, have all been banged up. Redskins had a did not practice Monday, but that was the estimation. Those guys wouldn't have practiced. They even yeah. have Colt McCoy on there. Yeah, but he was in full. By the way, he had not thrown a regular season pass since the 2015 season. Yeah, but uh, but a very capable backup. Capable backup. Yeah, I mean, his his last start in the league, uh, most previously was 2014 yeah. Dallas. Yeah, snapped they, a six game win streak for the Cowboys. Did they have Mark Sanchez on there? Sanchez was not listed, but he is this. part was of the Mark team Sanchez now. Mark Sanchez not Redskins. suspended. I thought he was suspended before the season. Do you ha- I thought you had to be kind of on a team to get suspended, don't what, you? What did he get suspended for? He uh, it was some stuff going on with Mark. I think some 
I don't want to say I don't it wasn't remember. working. Huh? That's what I'm saying, though. He he. This summer, I thought the commissioner suspended him I for don't. four games. Can't, can't mind looking can't that up. Suspended four games for PEDs. You're okay, right. I, yeah. Well, did he serve it? He, he served as it. a free agent. He served it at some bar in uh, in Long Island. He I wasn't think. with anybody. That's was what I'm he? saying. How does he? How does he? Or was he? And I don't then know. They let I don't know go. the outside the pocket rules, and I don't understand the suspension rules. How about that? I'm doing really good radio for you guys today. <laughs> and the last time he played in the game was. 2016 for the Cowboys in mop-up duty. Yeah, that's right. It would have been. Did he serve it earlier this year with the Bears before they let him go. Uh, that could have been it, Kent. Was he on the Bears? I thought he was preseason he was a back. Bears. a backup. Was he? Because I, they wouldn't have signed him if he was. He's not your backup if you sign him and then he's suspended, right? Right. I, so, that's what I'm wondering. I, I don't. I thought he was a preseason with the you, Bears. Can you cut a suspended player? Oh yes. Yeah, you can. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Then that's very interesting. <laughs> that's a good yeah. point, Brian. Well, I yeah. sign a guy that can't play though, so I don't know the rules yet. anymore. I'm sorry. I'm I just, look that up. I could just only watch tape and try and give you my best evaluation from that. Look that up, please, Kent. By the way, one other note: we talk. You mentioned Taco on the D line. Daniel Ross estimated limited yesterday as well. Mickey's throwing the out sign there. I don't like that. Well, he's. See what he can do today. I right? don't think he was even close last week. Okay. I don't think he was either. There was some consideration of putting yeah. him on IR. Oof. Well, then you're going to have to lean on more Karan Reed. You're hoping that... Didn't play badly the yeah, other day. Yeah, you got Woods coming back, you think. Hey, you yeah. still got Christian Ringo. You got Mickey. Christian Ringo got as his well. Eight, got his eight plays in. Mickey. <laughs> hey, the guy's been around. See, that's why you need That's why you need Taco to come back so you can, that keeps... That could maybe Push kick, kick Crawford, Crawford inside some inside. more. Yeah. I too, Randy Gregory played a hell of a game he, too he the other did. day. And, he did. And we need Randy Gregory to continue to play well. We need Randy Gregory to get after Col- Colt McCoy in this game. He's showing up with more snaps, you know, because he's he's having to. Uh, he has, they have no choice. So we'll see how that works Week out. Twelve. That's right. You know, yeah. somebody needs to give him a dose of confidence. You don't think he got a little confidence in that game the well, other day? You uh, hopefully that was because. Clarence and I were kind of joking with him on Friday. Is he beat down in the locker room? About oh man, now you're going to get your first start. Mm-hmm. You know, you're st- oh, I ain't starting. They ain't going to start me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why wouldn't they? Well, I don't know. They just and I said you're going to be the guy they're leaning on. He goes, yeah, well, we'll see. You know, and I didn't expect that out of him. Yeah, maybe the guy's a little beat down. Yeah, or you he's know, just messing with guys you like guys. Brian Broaddus are beating him down. No, every day because on the then radio. when I then when I saw him after the game when we were on the tarmac going to the plane and I kind of pointed at him like yeah, yeah. like I yeah. told you so yeah. right and he looked at me and smiled. Yeah. Oh right? you, yeah. Oh, you got his spirits up. That's right. I did. They need me in that locker room. Tony Robbins over here. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Sorry. Let's grab a phone call real quick, Kent, before we go to break. With a hat on, too. Alan in in Tampa, you're up first. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, Morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I I had called in for a couple of uh, concerns about the Washington game, but I want to make a brief comment about the Michael Gallup situation since you were talking at it at length. I'm a psychologist here in Tampa. Hello, I've been doctor. practicing for about 30 years. And I want to say that, um, you know, the Cowboys organization has, I've been following them for, for 50 years, and they really take pride on having an active mental health substance abuse program internally. But as an observer from the outside, you know, I've been questioning the efficacy of the program that they're running, given some of the problems that people like Randy Gregory have had and others that are in their program that are trying to get help. And so I want to say that 
the Michael Gallup situation is really unique. And having worked with many people over years who've lost a loved one to suicide, it is a totally different beast. And the impact of that kind of a loss really usually lasts a lifetime for people who have uh, been unfortunate enough to suffer it. And I'm hoping um, that uh, the organization is going to be um, helping this young man with professional services, uh, no matter how he plays, whether he plays this week or the weeks to come, um, you never know when the impact of something like this can really take hold. And in, in best-case situations, he'll have a support group, he'll have uh, professional services to help him get through it, and uh, I just want uh, to put that out hey. there for him and hoping the organization is going to do what they can to help him. Hey, Doc, can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, you know, and, and you, you point out the Cowboy program, but do you think this is something really league-wide? I mean, I, I know you're a Cowboy fan and you're listening to our program and all that, but do you think this is more something league-wide than just the Dallas Cowboys? Do you mean do just you mean, the, the the help and the thing? I mean, you were you were very you were very you were very uh, you, uh, you know professionally you were pointing the finger, and I mean in a, in a nice way. I don't mean in a mean way, mm -hmm. but you were saying that. Okay, the Cowboys are this and this and this, but don't you feel like that maybe league-wide we're lacking some of this help absolutely, that you're talking yes. about? Yes. So absolutely. we can't just we I just can't agree. say it's the Cowboys. I mean, but I know you're focusing on the Cowboys. Correct, correct. And one of the reasons, not just because I'm a Cowboys fan, right. but because they have been the leaders in certain, certainly in the public eye of when Calvin Hill came in to run okay, their I see that program. Going okay, I see where you're going. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, they are on the forefront and they have the visibility and absolutely, um, I think it is a league-wide issue. I think we can all see that just from fans. Yeah. And it does require a serious, and I, from, from what I can see, they've had a serious commitment but results have been, you know, at least on the substance abuse side, which is, again, it's a different issue. Yeah. Some of the other players with mental health issues like Brandon Marshall and uh, Hardy, when he was with the Cowboys, you know, they've been up front too. Randy Gregory, they've talked about some psychiatric illnesses apart from substance abuse. And that these issues are related, but they are very different and really require a different level of professional services and sure. again since i don't see internally yes i hope yeah. that in a situation like this with this young man uh, he's going to get every opportunity to get the kind of help that he's going to need um for as long as he needs it right okay, okay. so well said thanks what, for the call Alan. what he doesn't realize is they have a person on staff yeah uh dr stevens yeah uh is with the team um, at times she travels to games with she the sure teams. Does. Yeah. She is here. And I can tell you from personal experience, uh, when we were involved in the bus accident going to training camp uh, with uh, the crash yes. uh, killed four other people that pulled out in front of us in, right. in the other car, she was one of the first people to not only call us, and there was four of us on the bus, but to stay in touch almost uh, for a week on uh, somewhat on a daily basis. Yeah. And they were very, she was very professional, uh, very sympathetic to a couple of young guys uh, that had some, you know, significant, difficulty yeah, significant. dealing with being involved in something that caused a death. Yeah. Four deaths, actually. And uh, she was great with me. 
Um, I was like, you know, I, I I think I'm okay, but you need to keep an eye on these young guys. Yeah, and you need to keep an eye on Emery, the the, the bus, bus driver, driver, one of the yeah, one and, of the great and guys. she did. And um, and it was just us, you know. Right. We had nothing to do with winning games or playing uh, football games. Right. Or, but but she was genuinely concerned with us, and very professional and and very helpful and thoughtful. On you know, sometimes it doesn't hit you right away, but you better watch out because it kind of might have a. A, a slow effect and it'll hit you later and she says so just you know here's my number call me and i would imagine if she was doing that for us you know she well, will about, be on top of this uh situation yeah mickey it's uh, life experience there and I, I go back to to the jerry brown the situation with the jerry brown and you know with right with all that i mean you talk about now on a, on a level on a huge level with a whole with an entire team and yeah you know, and, and Mickey, I think painted the picture very well what what she does here and what the programs do here. And I, I, I was at the point I was trying to make with the caller with Doc there was that I, you know, I, I think this is something each team has their way of doing things. And and I and I, I think he was just trying to say, hey, I hope. Sure, I hope. sure. And, and Mickey just painted a picture for you, saying, you know, he he he's giving you hope. Mm-hmm. Mickey just gave you hope that when Michael Gallup needs somebody to talk to. That, that he will have the proper people to talk to. Yeah, I think we're all confident that the resources are there for him yeah. uh, as he moves through this. Or the owner and will find a way to sure. get the re- – This owner it loves his players more than anybody. In the statement, like you said, yeah. Jerry put out yesterday. He, he will do anything in, the, in his world to help these players get through any problems that they might have. Okay, yeah. let's take our final break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little last night. Yeah. Chiefs, Rams – how that impacts the league, just, I don't know, you know, yeah. is it good for the league? Yeah. Uh, Brian may not think so. Not at all. All right, let's 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 touch on that when we come back. If you're like <clears throat> me and you love, I mean, if you have a <laughs> thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just. Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. Before your next AT&T Stadium barbecue, gear up with OtterBox, the official outfitter of tailgating. It starts with the Venture Cooler. Built tough in America, Venture keeps ice for days and days. Or stay light on your feet with Trooper soft coolers perfect for packing in your signature side dishes tailgating wouldn't be complete without a beverage so pour one into the otter box elevation tumbler it keeps your drinks frosty and toasty discover more about otter box line of tailgate essentials at otterbox.com while a player can look good on paper it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of that's why the cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team when picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. 
Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. They can <laughs> smell fresh cash. Back to talking cowboy. <laughs> well, want to use first catch. what the pros use. Jack Black is the official men's care skin care brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves. What's your fave? Uh, I like the beard lube. Beard lube. Yeah. Face wash. Face wash. Face face wash. You know face what I scrub. like? After you take the shower, you get that, uh, it's oil-free skin moisturizer. Is that the green, green uh, bottle? No, it's in a little squirt can. Yeah. And it's it's really good. It's keeping me young. I yeah. guarantee you that. Is it? Yes. Good. And not only do you get those four JB faves like we use, but a full-size lip balm. <laughs> and that only costs you 10 bucks. And guess what? They send it to you scot-free Whoa. at getjackblack.com. Use the code COWBOYS. I learned what he's done. What? He's got the technique now where he stops <laughs> and asks a question. Which one do you like? Oh, I like the hair tonic. Oh, sure you do, Brian Bull. Jack Black will come. You know, I mean, he's yeah. he's, he's figured it out. Yeah, it's don't good, don't good. drive down the street. Take a little stop and, you know, yeah, go you, to use the rest area. When you feel like the struggle, <laughs> struggle bus is boarding, then just kind of stop for a second. Stop at the second. Right. Pull over on the shoulder. That is a professional right there. That was good. That is a professional. Scott-free, that was an addition to the line, yes. too. I don't think you've ever used that before. No, it's get that kind discount of one too. of those old-time sayings. Yeah, you know? another holiday, too. We've got holidays. Yep. Stocking stuffers. Okay, so Mick, you predicted last week Cowboys Philly. <laughs> yes. You thought it would be 62-56. Right. And then you guys told me Falcons. I couldn't do that, so I got down to 34-31. We didn't know you were talking about the Monday night game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're predicting a tractor pull on Thanksgiving between the Cowboys yes. and Redskins. Yeah. We did not get that last night. No. Uh, what was the final score? 54 to 51. Yeah. Rams. Three hours and 42 minutes, and the NFL wouldn't have been happy if that game was played at noon on Sunday. Yeah. Highest because scoring Monday night game ever. messed up the games that came later. That was, um, that was something. And between two 9 and 1 teams, and you know, you look at the Cowboys trying to win their division. If they have hopes of moving beyond that, they've got to get through a team like the Rams, who are 10 and 1 at some point. Um, you didn't like it, Brian. I wasn't a big fan. Why not? I wasn't a big fan because I, I'm to the point and I don't want to sound like a get off the lawn guy, you know, old man, but I, I'm a guy that appreciates teams that can play defense. I appreciate defensive football. SEC football. I appreciate, there's no way that Wade Phillips, when he walked off that field last night, he was happy it was over, you know? But Wade Phillips has made his career stopping people on defense. And with the way the rules are in the National Football League now, it takes away the great defensive coordinator. It really, really does. You know, and he can't feel good. 
He gave he he had a lot of yards and a lot of points hung on him against the Saints. He had a lot of yards and a lot of points hung on him last night. Now he had a couple of turnovers and pick six and all that. But overall, he can't be watching that tape this morning and feeling very good. If you're Kansas City, you have to feel the same way. But I I, I think that in, in in the great thing about working at this facility is you get to run into people having breakfast. And I got the great fortune of running into Chris Richard. And I said, what do you think about that last night? He goes, that's tough. That's a tough way to play football. That's a tough way. He goes, you got defensive backs that are nervous about playing in coverage. You got guys that aren't going to hit. The rules are against you. And he goes, it's tough. He goes, you get these offenses. The quarterbacks don't have any fear. The wide receivers don't have any fear. You could give up. A, you could be perfect coverage and have a guy call a pass interference penalty. It's a 51-yard penalty. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, the league has always been really good, I think, about circling back and about you know, trying to make the product better. I don't necessarily think that 54-51 is a, is a good way to watch football. I really, really don't. I think that having, having control, but I think you have to allow these defensive backs, if, if it's five-yard chuck, how about 10-yard chuck? You know, how about, I'm not talking about tackle, but how about make these receivers and these quarterbacks have to throw some really tight window throws with some contact in, in that, in that area right there. You know, these guys are good enough, but it, it to me, it, you're, you're taking, this is like it. And I don't want to just blame it on fantasy football, but people get excited for these games because it means fantasy points for them. That's where and, I was going. And Chris Richard brought up the point to me too. I mean, if you're a fan and you have Jared Goff on your team, you're loving every single minute of it. Dude, this. he just got me 60 points last night. I yeah. won my week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. the fans love that. Yeah. There was a thousand yards of total offense, 546 to 455. Yeah. The game lasted forever. Yeah. And my other takeaway. From it, I'm is, sorry I went so long there, but no, that's... my my other takeaway from it was while it was somewhat exciting to see touchdown after touchdown after touchdown, I do not want to see another All Star refereeing crew ever in my life. Here we go yeah. back on the officials because yeah. they were all trying to show you how much they knew about the game. Right. They over officiated the helmet the game, down, the tackle the, at the end, and and, and did you see? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the other official who had the best look at it? Yeah. And they came in for the close-up, and the three of them came together, and the official on the left, the referee on the left, had his eyes open like, are you kidding? You're going to call that? Are yeah. you talking about the, the hit to the head yeah. oh, okay. on the sideline? when put, the guy put Kansas City further and, up the field. And actually, it was the receiver the initiating lower, yeah. the hit. Yeah. And the guy that saw it the best was had his eyes wide open like, you can't call that. Yeah. And the other guy was adamant about it, like, I'm right. The one I couldn't believe was the the tip pass by Mahomes that they ruled a fumble. I mean, yeah. it was clearly a forward pass that got yeah. batted down yeah. and went forward, and they ruled it a fumble recovery for a touchdown at first. Now they did reverse it and got it right. But yeah. they were but, all trying to outdo each other, especially early in the game, with some ridiculous calls for interference or – uh, just, just, I, I just couldn't understand their mindset in this game. Yeah. Okay, I got it. You don't like the officiating in this league. I get it. It's getting worse. Well, can, I just want to have a have a team because then when you're on a team, you're not trying right. to show up the other guy. I think the way this conversation pertains to the Cowboys is their style of offense. And, yeah. and look, they brought in a guy that's a big play potential guy for you down yeah. the field. Sure. But they are a run first team. And that's yeah. the question. It's like, can you 
You might not Can be you, able. You, you can't survive this. You don't think so? That, well, that's that, what Jerry people talked are about. Yeah, after Jerry, Jerry talked. Now, defensively, you could survive it if you have some rules that you can actually play. You know, if if Xavier Woods and Jeff Heath get to go and hit receivers in the middle of the field, and Awuzie gets to play tight and carry guys up the field, but get you know, that that's the problem. That you you cannot you, and you can't even hit the quarterback. Right. And I understand that you got to protect the quarterback. But the quarterbacks now know if standing in the pocket and they make a throw and get hit, they're going to get another 15 yards. So you're, what you're doing is you're taking any type of advantage that the, the, the defense has away. You know, you're, you're turning this into, okay, how these athletes are so great. How do you cover a guy like, oh, maybe you have to out-athlete him. Okay, I'm out-athleting him, but all of a sudden one of Mickey's officials, the back judge, makes a penalty call when it looks like a clean clean play mm-hmm. so i you know i i think that you i think the league has to look at this and might not be this year but, but next year when they get the competition you know is scoring is his having 54 to 51 games and it's not every week but it's going to evolve to that because teams are going to figure out they're going to say the rams have done it kansas city you're going to get you get better players and it's like okay the rules are this way Let's not run the football anymore. Let's just sit there, you know. Yeah. And 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 let's be honest. Sean McVay turned to his trainer and said, two stupid pills and a cup of Gatorade, please." I mean, he almost gave them the game back by the way he tried to be aggressive at the end. And I know people out there are like, "Oh no, Brian, you got to be aggressive. You got to no." He's got Todd Gurley as a running back. I mean, he re- clearly he respected Patrick Mahomes. He wants he wants to why keep give him them the from ball getting, back? Well, he was trying to keep him from having it, but, but he gave but the ball back. He did. That, that's the thing, but I, the, the, to me, they've got to do something. Not every, and again, not every game is fifty-four, fifty-one. No, but but you've you've got to have some. You've got to give these defensive coordinators an opportunity. Wade Phillips has made a great career being a defensive coordinator right now. Even with the players he has, even with one of the best players, defensive players in football, he has no chance. And 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 there was a, a play in the game. We got to go where. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was press conference. Go. Anyway, let me go. finish the thought. It was the exact opposite of what happened to Jeff Heath. Right. And they called hitting an illegal receiver yeah. or, or hitting a defenseless receiver. receiver. And all the guy did was catch the ball, and the guy came in and made a tackle. All yeah. right. Chiefs and Rams Awful. made history last night. Cowboys trying to get to first place on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow to continue previewing Cowboys Redskins on Thanksgiving on Wednesday on Talking Cowboys. Thanks for joining us, guys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!